Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Self Therapy. This is your host, Daniel Dunn. And today I'm going to be talking about more of an interesting, not really an interesting, it's interesting for some people, boring for others, and then other people, I don't know, but we'll see as we get into the topic. Today's topic is going to be on love. And before I even get started on the topic, I just want to say, um, I am, I want to say I'm sorry, but then I feel like that would mean that I was living life for somebody else besides myself. But I do, I do kind of like feel bad for leaving you all for such a long time, the five people that do listen to my podcast regularly. I do feel that kind of bad for, like, leaving y'all because it's been, like, a month since I've uploaded. And I have an episode, a, a episode that's already pre-recorded and just needs to be edited and released. But I've been, like, so, so, so busy lately with work. And the reason... I'll just give y'all a little, like, backstory. So, basically, if y'all... If I haven't told y'all already, which I'm pretty sure I haven't because I probably haven't recorded an episode since I got my job back. But I work at... I'm back at Chick-fil-A now. So, yeah, but back at Chick-fil-A, I work a lot, a lot now because I need to make compensate for the time that I was not working or I was working like 10 hours a week at my previous jobs prior, post Chick-fil-A, my first generation, but prior to Chick-fil-A second generation. Anyways, and then I have, because I have like a lot of stuff to pay for because, you know, it's like my senior year and if anybody told me the senior year is going to be this expensive. I was started saving a long time ago. Like, you have to pay for it because I didn't go last year. So, I have, to pay, I have to pay for prom this year. I have to pay for... Well, I didn't pay for my cap and gown or the pictures to go along with that. Which, y'all, the... Like, why is the cap and gown $125? And then you have to pay for the pictures separately. And that package is also expensive as heck. But, yeah, my parents paid for that because if it would have been up to me, babe, I would have just got the camping gown. There would have been no pictures. Um, I have to pay for that. I have, to, I have like, my senior trip coming up. We have, I have, me and my friends have a spring break trip coming up. Um, we have, let me see what else. There's, um, I need to buy some stuff for my dorm. I have my car repairs. That thing's at the shop now. And supposedly, I just, I literally just dropped it off. And I was, and as I was dropping it off, there was an oil leak or some kind of leak. Hopefully, it's something minor that's not going to cost a lot of money. But it's, it's so, it's, it's too much. It's too much. So, that added on to the other repair that I already was needing to get done for months and months at this point. I'm finally getting it done because I'm supposed to. We're supposed to go on a road trip in my car, and it's kind of like wanted to be in tip-top shape before I go. And then on top of all of that, as we know, inflation is rising at an an, an alarming rate. Let's just say it like that. Gas prices are soaring. It's been high. It's been at its height. It hasn't been this high since I think they said like the recession in two thousand eight or twelve or something like that. So yeah, that's fun, new, and exciting. Um. And then I talked about the prom ticket. I didn't even cost of, talk about the cost of prom. It's just, it's some, it's more than a notion, to be honest. So, yeah. Um, other than that, nothing really new, fun, or exciting is happening in my life. Um, I got piercings. And, um, yeah, that's it. So, let's just, let's just get straight into it, TBH. So, love. I didn't really write out topics on this, so we're gonna be, like, kind of freehanding this. 
we'll see where it goes. I, I feel like I'm really, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable in this topic of life. So love, I feel like love is so, love has a different definition for each and every single person. And for me personally, when I think about love, I think about caring about somebody so deeply to where in nine out of 9.5, excuse me, out of 10 scenarios, you would put that person before you would put yourself. And I'm not even talking about like life and death situations. I'm just talking, it could be like an everyday situation, like, uh, when you're thinking about um, what you want to eat, you think like, oh, what does this person want to eat instead of what you want to eat? And then after that person is like putting their input, then you think about like, oh, is, is that something that I would want as well or something like that? You know, just simple stuff like that. And it could also include life and death. Who knows? And all of that. But love is so different for each and every person that's just my personal like the way i look on it as an aspect and then i feel like not everybody knows what love is like a lot of people understand what lust is but they haven't really felt the connection of love outside of their blood relatives or family members or parental guardians or whoever they you know they've known since they were a teeny tiny baby um and then some people don't even love their and some people don't even love their relatives and it's not like it's uncommon and i feel like it's never not been it's never been necessarily common it's just we've as a society we've pressured each other to love our relatives because oh that's the person that gave birth to you and that's the person that um provided for you and that helped you grow in this and the third and it's like yes but those are all human necessities that you decided not i but that you decided at your grown age that you were going to provide for me when you decided that you wanted to have a baby none of this has anything to do with why what I should do, when I should do it, why I should do it, because I didn't decide to have myself. You decided to have me. So providing me the basic necessities such as housing, food, water, shelter, housing, shelter, the same difference. But anyways, clothing and and education, that's like basic necessities. And when I say an education, I don't mean like needing to pay for their college. I mean like up to high school, you know, even if that just means like a Walmart bag and a, a... composition notebook and a wooden pencil then that's why that might be an education for you who knows but just providing the basic necessities like that's something that i should not think have to thank you for and it call me ungrateful if you want to but i feel as though that's just not something that i need to like yes i am very thankful because my parents did go the mile above and got me more than a Walmart bag and a single composition book and a single wooden um, pencil. I basically got everything that I wanted when it came to like school shopping every single year. And I am so thankful for that. But I shouldn't feel the need to thank you for buying me a basic stuff that you kind of already predestined yourself into knowing that you were going to have to 
one day sit at Walmart and be checking out like a hundred dollars worth of well, not hundred dollars, they could be like ten dollars. But even either or, that amount of school supplies that you know I'm going to need to pursue an education so I can one day provide for myself. You know? So now that brings me back to love. I feel like when you love someone when you love someone and I feel like you truly and deeply love them, you shouldn't expect an apology or an or a need for I want to say reconciliation but I don't think that's the word I'm looking for I th- I'm, I don't know what word I'm looking for but you shouldn't expect to feel a need for it's not gratitude either I feel like gratitude can go a certain way but I'm not in gratitude but no gratitude is not the exact word I'm looking for a sense of gratitude from your child even though Yes, they are going to be grateful. They're going to be eternally grateful because I feel, at least me personally, I know, because I'm not going to speak for everybody because I know there just are some people that don't. But for me personally, I do completely and utterly understand that there are people out there who cannot have access to an education because they have no ride or because their parents work like 100 hours a week to make sure that they can feed them and clothe them. I understand that some people like cannot... That do so I know I understand people are kicked out of their um childhood homes because of their sexuality or because of somebody who they choose to date or somebody or like and a quote unquote let me put it like this attitude that they have with their parents when ninety nine point nine percent of the times the parents do deserve the attitude that they're receiving because I promise you like the two from your child just does not come from anywhere because yeah but I feel like. It's, you don't, and then some people, some parents, I'm not going to say and lie to you, some parents just do not deserve, and thank you, they don't deserve that. I was watching, I'm watching this show right now because I don't, I'm, I'm at that place in my life again. It's called Bojack Horseman. And there's this scene where the main character, Bojack, and spoiler alert, kind of sort of, but not really is apologizing to this, his, well, his former best friend for ruining a life-changing offer for him that could have, like, brought him, because the best friend in question is, like, a, a bum. He, like, doesn't have a home. He's, he's, like, a couch hopper and all the other stuff. So he kind of ruined that opportunity that he had because he, because Bojack himself is so, like, self, self centered and so narcissistic and he doesn't care about anybody else but himself and he ruined the opportunity just so he could have because Todd's like basically the only person Todd's his best friend Todd's basically the only person who keeps him well who kept him company so it's like it's like it's he was Bojack was apologizing to Todd for like ruining his life changing opportunity for him and Todd was telling, was like listening to him. He was like, yeah, okay, thank you for the apology, but I don't forgive you. And I feel like that is like the same kind of concept in which, um, in which children need to have with their parents because especially, and yes, yes, a million times, yes, I totally do understand people from the first generation I personally am not first generation, nor neither are my parents or their parents for that matter. But 
I do completely understand the whole entire first generational. I have to like thank my parents for coming to the Americas and working their behinds off so that we could have a life like we do today. I totally understand that. And to that point, I would say have a sense of gratitude. But for me, when it's like, I know for a fact my parents were, well, actually, no, my parents weren't well off from the start. They were actually very poor growing up. But I understand that when they had me, babe, personally, when they had me, like when I was conceived, they were in very well financial standing. So it's kind of like, there's no real reason to put that burden on me. Because then I feel like it's also, I'm going to like not even call this episode about love. I'm going to say it's like a childhood trauma dump. But anyways, I feel like when, because I, okay, and back to me working a lot, I work a lot. Like, I work a lot. Like, I work way more than the average teen does or should or would willingly. I work, like, I know for last week I worked 40 hours, but the week before that I worked, like, 35. The week before that I worked, like, like, the average work week for me is anywhere from, like, 30 to 35 hours a week. And it's like, yeah, 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 there's, I mean, that, there's, that's, like, a little bit of hours compared to the rest of the week, and then don't you work with Chick-fil-A and it's closed on Sundays and all that. Yes, but I feel like people don't understand that once you're done, because I, it's, it's very, it's, it's draining, it's very draining, it's physically draining, it's emotionally draining, it's mentally draining, it does take a toll on you at the end of the day, because for me personally, my schedule goes a little something like this, and it's like my parents don't even understand where I'm coming from, because they never worked as much as me, as much as they want to believe that they did, but it's, it's draining, because I wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning, I'm at school from eight to eleven thirty. And then after I get out of school, it's like I only have from like, because I'm usually scheduled at 2. So I only have from 11.30 to 2 to get like studying done. And I would, and yes, I only have 1, 2, 3, 4. I only have like 4 or 5 classes, but I feel like the classes that I do have are a little more complicated because for like language arts, sometimes we have to write essays that's due, that may be like due in a week or something like that. Or we have a quiz and a discussion post or something like that. And then for AP Psych, I have to write, like, 10 pages of notes, especially when we have, like, tests and stuff like that. And I have to review my notes and things of the matter. And I have to make sure that I have the notes so I can do good on the quiz the next day. Because you never truly really know when the quiz is going to be. And then I also have um, pre-calculus. And, like, we never know. Like, she'll, like, make a, like, a very a very quick announcement that you if you don't catch it, you're going to miss it. And you're going to end up getting a zero on the quiz because you're not going to get the announcement for whatever reason. You might be in the restroom or something like that. But you also have to, I also have to do that. And then sometimes the quizzes are 10 questions. Sometimes the quizzes are like 25, 30 questions. So you just never know. And then by the end of all that, I have to, have to do like work-based learning. And that requires like a portfolio. And there's like this quiz with like long questions. I don't know. It's just so much. And then it's like you only, I only have the time period from 1130 to because I have to start getting ready at one so I can be ready and out the door by one thirty, and be at work by two so I basically only have 11 30 to one and I do live like five minutes away from school so it's not that much so eleven thirty five. but then let's say I'm hungry because why would I eat lunch at 10 something when I get out at eleven thirty? so it's like I go and by the time I'm done getting food and then my parents are like why don't you cook like why don't you why don't you make like food at the house it's like 
I would love to make food at the house, but y'all never buy groceries. So we're like, basically, we have bread, but no ham. We have ham, but no bread. We have both bread and ham, but like, that's it. We don't have any like chips or anything like that. Like, it's always something that's missing from the equation. And they just never go out and buy it. And I tell them we're missing it. And they're like, we're going to go grocery shopping. But they never do. Another reason why I need to work so much. But anyways, back to what I was saying. By the time I'm done with, like... So, by the time I'm going to McDonald's... Because, like, sometimes the line be long as heck. So, by the time I get home, I have from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. To get... All, not 2, to 1. So, I have, like, 12 to 1 p.m. to get my work done. That's an hour, babe. I have an hour to get my homework done. And then I go to work. It's most likely... Most of my schedules, I'm scheduled from 2 to, like, 10. Because we close at 9 on the weekdays now. So we're out there by like 9.30. I get home by like 9.45. So I'm at home 9.45. Because I, I have to eat from there too. Because I'm not going to like come home and cook something for dinner at 9.45 at night. Who does that? No. So I just eat whatever I brought from work. And then by the time it's 9.45. It's like, I feel like I'm like giving you all my whole entire life story. Anyways. By the time it's 9.45. I'm, I'm like, I'm at my house. I'm like, I guess I've brought all my homework downstairs because I've obviously didn't finish, like, five classes of homework in an hour. So now I have to sit down, eat my food, and um, do my homework. And homework probably takes me, like, an hour and a half, almost two hours once I get home. So by the time I'm done with homework, it's usually, like, 11, 25, 11.30-ish. So now that I'm done with homework, I, um, what? What I do? Oh, yeah. After homework, I'm like, okay, well, you know, because I have to wake up again in the morning at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, it's like, wake, so it's like between 11 and 7, you're, that's the eight hours of sleep I'm supposed to get as a human being every single night. And it's like, I've, I haven't, I haven't gotten eight hours of sleep in so long. I've lost track. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. But, I... So then by that time, I'm like, okay, so do I go to sleep? Like, sometimes I'll read a book, and then sometimes I'll open TikTok. And TikTok is a very dangerous app, and let me tell you why. TikTok is a very dangerous app because you, like, for me personally, I say you. I'm just going to speak from, like, personal terms. TikTok, you open TikTok, and it's like, you scroll, you like, you scroll, you like. And the whole objective of the app is to get you to stay on there as long as possible, watch on videos that you love. So I'll look down, it's 11.30, I'll look back up, and it's like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, now I need to go to bed. But then TikTok keeps showing me, like, these very, very interesting videos. I don't know, it's just, it's a trap. So then, yeah, by the time I'm done, I have to come upstairs, take a shower, do my night routine, like, clean my piercings, wash my face, brush my teeth, all just all of that. Take a shower. By the time I get into bed, babe, it's 2 o'clock. So do, do the math. 7, seven minus 2, that's 5 hours of sleep. That's right. I probably get an average of five hours of sleep a week. So, five hours of sleep a night per week. No. Yeah. A night a week. Anyways. So, it's just very... Yeah. And that, but, like... And then, it's like, you're like, okay, well, don't you have, like, off days? Yeah, I have, like, an off day or two. But then, on those off days, I'm either here, like I am today, because I took a day off, because, like I said, my car is being repaired. Like, I'm here recording an episode for my podcast, which this is actually, like, less of a chore, which I really enjoy that it doesn't feel like a chore. This is less of a chore, more like a hobby. Like, this is something I genuinely enjoy to do because I do get to vent since I do not have a therapist because therapy is very, like, very expensive. And um, my employer does not offer insurance. 
And my mom's does. She just doesn't want me to use it because y'all know she does not believe in therapy. But anyways. So it's like that. And also another reason why I work so much is because my parents, like, they're very stingy with money. And I literally told my mom, I was like, girl, you do not have to act like you're, like, poor class now. Like, you are, you have money. Like, let's please stop acting like it, like any day now you could just, like, lose all the money in your bank account. Which it is a possibility, but it's very slim for her because I've seen her bank, I've seen the numbers, babe. Let's just say it like that. I've seen the numbers. And, um, I think she just, they, like, both her and my dad act very, very, very stingy with money because of their upbringing. And that's totally understandable but it only it should only take you like so far to where you're kind of just like okay like don't i like we see our son is our son is struggling with like financial stuff and we're gonna hop in and do it but no they don't so here's the thing let me give you a little rundown so i pay for half my insurance my insurance is like probably a total of like three something so i pay like one something on that then i pay my car note which is like 150 something and I'm not even going to lie and say here, I'm going to cut them some slack. I haven't paid insurance on my car note in like a couple, and let's say a couple, I probably mean like since September. But I haven't paid my car note or insurance since then. Um, in September of last year. And yeah, but back to what I was saying, pre- let's just talk about like September. I pay for my own gas. I pay for... Literally all of, like, anytime I go out to eat, I pay for that. Um, I pay for oil changes. I pay for, like, any, like, a, not a single piece of clothing in my room has been bought by my parents. I pay for all my clothing. I pay for all my shoes. I pay for, like, all of the events, like, homecoming, prom. I pay for all that stuff. I pay for, um, what else? I pay for, like, all the experiences I do. Like, senior, my senior trip? I'm, like, I feel like 9 out of 10, my mom's, like, quote-unquote, thinking she's going to send me to Europe to go stay with my cousin. Which, don't get me wrong whatsoever, I would absolutely love to do it. And if I had the money, I would have done it, like, years ago. But my mom is telling me she's going to send me, because my cousin wants me to go, and I want to go. But it's, like, the chances of me, of her actually giving me money to, like, actually giving me the money to pay for my plane ticket there and back. And then pay for, like, stuff while I'm there. It's very, very, very slim, babe. But, um, I have to, so, the, my senior trip, and then my other, my beach trip that I'm taking on this spring break, my most likely not to pay for it. Um, what, what else? I just, I just pay for, like, most of my own stuff, so it's kind of, it's kind of only right that I work the amount of hours I work, just for that reason, because it's, like, by the time I'm done paying my car and all my insurance alone, that's, like, $325. And then by the time I'm done paying for all my subscriptions, I pay for, like, Spotify, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, stuff like that. For the times that I do have to, like, cramp in my schedule to watch for, like, enjoyment so I don't absolutely lose my mind and go ballistic. That's about, like, $75. I think I just did the math for the subscriptions. Uh, that's about $75 a month. So then we're already at $400. So it's, like, if I work 20 hours and 20 hours a week... That's only going to be, like, $400. Because I'm in, like, I'm in, like, pay range enough to where, like, 20 and 20 will be, like, 400 even on my paycheck. But that would, that would be, like, a whole waste. So then I would only be, like, 20 20 later, that's $400. And the way I live personally, I'm not going to lie, I live a little bit lavishly. So it's, like, yes, I need money to spend. My parents kind of did, like, 
grow me up in like not I want to say like an expensive lifestyle, but it was not. It's not. It's not obtainable by somebody who plans on working as a McDonald's chef for the rest of their life. Which is also another reason why I'm like so serious now. I'm like trying. I'm like ready to get to the grind time, prime time, because it's like people. I've worked so many jobs now, and at every single job, there's always a miserable adult or a miserable adults plural. And when I say miserable, I don't mean like you look terrible, like you act. Well, actually, yeah, you act terrible. But I'm not saying like look terrible. They're just not like. They're not miserable towards you, but you can tell that if they had a chance to do something different with their life in terms of career paths, that they would have taken it. Like, for instance, because I know, like, no one's going to listen to my podcast, girl. None of them even know I have a podcast. But at Chick-fil-A right now, like, there's this guy. He has a family girl. He works, like, 40 hours a week at, at my current job. And then he goes and door dashes. And it's like, okay, like, one example and then there are people who have been at the same job for, like, 30, 40 years at, like, a restaurant just so they can, like, move up in the company. But they're not really moving up in terms of, like, in the company, more of just, like, pay scale, which there's only so far up you can go, you know? So, yeah, it's like that. And also, I don't know, it's just, like, some adults are just, like, so unhappy to be at the restaurant jobs. And it's like, I really don't plan on being that person, like, by the time I get... 25 babe because 25 i've come to the conclusion i don't think i'm i like i and i know y'all are like it's gonna be like so tiring and frustrating and stuff like that but i just do not think i'm gonna take a gap year between getting my between getting my bachelor's and my doctorate for psych because i really do want to be a psychiatrist i really do want to like help people and i feel like if i do the time because i'm like really 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 good at balancing my life hence me doing like school school and then going to work and also still finding time to hang out with my two besties, I don't know how I do it, but we do it somehow. Um, yeah, I just, I I really don't plan on being in the restaurant field or in any other field besides besides my dream field. Um, past the age of like twenty six, twenty seven, I'm gonna get myself to like twenty six, twenty seven. But yeah, um, what was I talking about? I feel like I was talking about something else besides all this. Also, while I'm here, I might as well like, give y'all a little something, something. I don't know. I feel like... I don't even know what I'm going to name this. This is, this is probably my free therapy number three or something. Because now I'm going into like a totally different topic. But, okay. So, I have friends. And I'm pretty sure... Well, I don't even know if they listen to my podcast at this point. But, yeah. um, If y'all listen to this, this is for y'all. But if not, this is for anybody that's really listening at this point. Um, So... Y'all, you have to learn. You have to. Like, it's a life necessity. You cannot go on for however many years you want to live and think that you're going to... You're going to prosper and you can't get over the feeling of embarrassment. And yes, before I, before I even start this topic, first of all, there is a sim- there is a simple level of embarrassment that human beings do need to feel because some people do not get embarrassed at all and you can totally tell because they just walk out the house looking any type of way and they're not even the least bit of self-conscious about the way that they go out and look. Therefore, looking like just Big Bird. Like, they look like Big Bird off of Elmo. Like, girl, it's just bad for them. But not, like... 
if you go out looking perfectly fine and somebody looks at you or like glances at you and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is terrible. Like I need to go take this off immediately. Like, no. And let me tell you how to get over this. It's not just like a one and done thing. Like I tell y'all about everything. It's not just a one and done thing. You kind of have to condition your mind to thinking like, nobody really cares about me. And here's why. Nobody, like, if you really think about it, do you even know what you wore last Wednesday? Like, if you really think about it, do you even know what you wore last Wednesday? Because I know personally, I do not. So it's like, if you don't know what you wore last Wednesday, what makes you think that other people know what you wore last Wednesday? Well, if you weren't even paying attention to yourself, what makes you think that other people were paying attention to what you were wearing? You're right, they were not. So it really doesn't matter if you wore that t-shirt that you just wore last Wednesday, or if you thought you wore last Wednesday, but you're not sure. It doesn't really matter because nobody was paying attention to you like that. I know I don't even pay attention to people like that. I really do not. I don't even pay attention to myself like that. Um, unless I like you, but that's another story. If you, you just have to, you just have to learn to not really care about other people's opinions. And it does take a while and it does take a lot of like self-reflection and a lot of the times, it does have to do with, like, the way you were raised or, like, your parents constantly butting in on how they think you look or how you should act or things of that matter. But once, I feel like once you get past it, you're going to be, like, so free. And the feeling is so freeing from not really caring about how other people, the way other people perceive you. And, y'all, and, like, I know, like, my friends right now, they're like, oh, this is so embarrassing what you do. Like, you're what you're doing is so embarrassing. Like, that's so embarrassing for you. Like, girl, I personally, I could really give less of a, less, I, 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 I can't cuss on this, so I'm not going to say it, but I couldn't really give less of a freak what anybody at all besides myself thinks of me. Like, I cared, I spent so much time in middle school, in the beginning of high school, dressing for other people. I would wear those skinny, skinny jeans. The girl, I would literally, like, rip off the millisecond I got in my house. I spent so much time, like, dressing for other people, talking for other people, like, adjusting my lingos and how I would talk and the way I would, I would address people based on my different friend groups. I spent so much time, like, addressing that kind of, um, just changing myself, basically, on based on who I was with, that I just really don't care anymore. Like, I, like, you're going to get me, you're going to get me unfiltered, first of all. I feel like it's another topic I'll talk about in a second. They're going to get me unfiltered, and I'm not really going to care about what you think. And if you don't like me, then just don't talk to me. Like, it's that simple. If you think what I'm saying is rude, then I am so sorry for you, but this is just the way I talk. What I'm saying is true, whether if you want to believe it or not. And if you don't want to believe it because you just don't want to talk to me, then that's fine, girl. Like, you literally do not have to talk to me. Like, I really, like, me personally, and I know this doesn't apply for everybody, but I really do not have to talk to anybody. Like, I promise you, if there was a day, like, I remember there would there would be days in the summer from, like, in, like, 2016 when my parents used to go to work and they used to just be me and my sister. I literally didn't talk to anybody from the time I woke up to probably, it would probably be, like, when my parents got home and asked me how, my, how was my day. And that would be, at like, 6 or 7 o'clock at night. I really do not have to talk to anybody for long Im- implements of time. And I don't know why that is or how that came to be because the rest of my family is, like, very social and things of that matter. But me personally, I don't really have to talk to anybody. And I guess that's just the way I was in middle school, but... I don't know. Um, So, 
Yeah, don't, you shouldn't really care about what other people perceive you to be. And some people are like, well, you need to have, like, some level of embarrassment. Oh, you do need to have some level of embarrassment. So you're just going to walk around looking like a clown and thinking that you're the hottest stuff that ever walked the earth. And that's just not the case. It's just not the case. But there's only so much you need to have. Like, everything is not embarrassing with if y'all want to believe it or not. Like, wearing a shirt that has a stain on it is not embarrassing because I promise you, you're not the first person in the world to have a shirt with a stain on it. Um, going and being the only person that gets to, um, that being somebody, let's say like this, that's presenting, excuse me if you heard that, being somebody who's, let's say just like presenting a, presenting a presentation in front of the class is not embarrassing, girl. You're doing what you got to do to get your grade like that's not embarrassing whatsoever me personally i just don't like presenting because yeah but i don't know um what else i was about to say having unique facial features is not embarrassing if that's what's keeping you from taking the mask off first of all i don't i don't i don't i don't really know it's not me personally but if that's what's keeping you from taking the mask off, babe, having different facial features is not embarrassing. Everybody's face is different. Well, actually, I say that. And then I go on my TikTok for you page and everybody is the same. But everybody has different facial features at the end of the day. So it's kind of like, you know, who cares? Another thing that's not embarrassing is like who you like. Like me personally, I'm going to like different people from who my friends like. I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. Like I like ugly people. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I just genuinely like ugly people, and I guess that's because I've, like, I've kind of destigmatized myself with the Eurocentric um, features of people in general, so it's like, I don't really find the whole entire, like, you're, you're cute, but you're not attractive. The people with, like, the same facial features, like, the, the same lips, the same, like, perfect nose, the same perfect eyes, like, perfect jaw structure and everything, like, like, it's cute, but you're not attractive to me, like, I don't know. It's just not... You're you're not unique. It's like, I see you, and then I see everybody else. Or I see everybody else, and I see you. And it's like, you. I don't really want that in a partner, you know? So it's like, I don't really like people who look like everybody else. So I don't like a lot of people that my friends would like. And my friends don't like, well, basically anybody that I like. Because... I don't... I like ugly people. I'm not considering that, y'all. I like ugly people, and there's nothing wrong with that. And when I say ugly people, I don't mean, like, oh, you're hideous ugly. I mean, like, you're not something... You're not somebody that somebody else would chase. You know? Like, you're not somebody that somebody else would be like, oh, you're fine. Like, let me... Let me hit your line or whatever, you know? At your big old age, why would you say hit your line, girl? Please, grow up. Um... I don't know. I just... And there's, like... There's, there's a beauty in unattractive people... I guess it's the personality. Like, what you lack in the face, I don't know. I feel like it just gives them personality. I don't know. It might just be me personally, but I don't know. But the moral of the story is, don't, like, just don't, like, be embarrassed. I feel like not everything is embarrassing. Not everything needs to be embarrassing. Not everything... And then another thing that goes direct, that correlates directly with embarrassment is like overthinking. And I feel like a lot of like leading causes to embarrassment is overthinking, like thinking that somebody saw the thing that you did or something like that. First of all, girl, nobody cares enough about you to even like record or reconciliate with 
I said reconciliation. That does not go with that sense of growth. The word, the way words just come on my, my my mouth randomly, but I I feel as though it's like nobody's really paying attention enough for you to be overthinking about what you said. I feel like you're just creating these, which is basically what overthinking is. You're just creating these false narratives in your mind. To make you think, oh, like, she was saying this or she was saying that. When really, old girl was just talking about how stinky her foot is inside her shoe and how she doesn't want to take it out. Like, girl, like, literally nobody's talking about you. Nobody's even, like, thinking about you. Which can, I feel like, once you tell your mind that, I feel like that's also going to be, like, a huge help with the whole entire overthinking. Hey, Google, turn on wax warmer. Oh, my gosh, y'all, let me... Okay, girl. Let me tell y'all. Oh, my gosh. I got this scent. I got this scent from Walmart. It was $2. Let me put y'all on because I'm not going to gatekeep the scent. Or should I gatekeep her? Hmm. I don't know. But, mm, should I gatekeep her? No, I'm not going to gatekeep her. Girl, I got this scent. It's called Magic Spell. It's at Walmart. It's like a great value brand or something. It smells so good. Oh, my gosh. It's like a floral scent kind of sort of. It It's heavenly. It's like... It's ethereal, like it's so. It's like sweet, but it's not like give you a headache. Sweet, you know. It's so. It just smells so good. And like the kind of like quote unquote theme for it is like love and things of the matter. So it's 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 just it's such it's such a girl boss scent. Like it smells so good, and then it like makes my entire room smell good. And I just wash my sheets and all my clothes. Like my room is just on ten right now. Please don't play with me. Unless we look at our walls. But good thing I cannot let's see my walls right now because let's just say it's a war zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another thing is I got into GSU. I got into GSU, my dream school, y'all. And then they're like, girl, GSU, like, your dream school? Like, yes, mamas, it's my dream school. And what what about it? And who gonna check me? And who gonna check me, boo? But, yeah, I got into GSU for pre-psychology. And I was, like, looking for double majors. And I'm not seeing that you can double major. Because I kind of wanted to, like, I was kind of thinking about, like, changing my major. But I really, really, really want to do psychology. So I was like thinking about dual majoring in or dual degreeing, excuse me, in um, marketing because I really want to like see what marketing is all about. But there is no options as far as on the homepage where you can do a dual degree in both psychology and marketing. It's like for GSU personally, I said per- personally, but for GSU, it's kind of like if you're going to dual degree or dual um or double major, you have to do it with, like, something of the same group. For, like, so, for, like, psychology, it's, like, sociology or, um, things of the matter. So, it has to be stuff like that. But, yeah.
I feel like that's really all I have for y'all today. It's a little more of a short episode, even though I feel like 30-something minutes is not really of a short episode. But anyways, it's a little more of a short episode, and I thank y'all all so much for listening to me. I do plan on having, like, regularly broadcasted episodes once I get back on my regular schedule and not working, like, 40 hours a week and six days a week and things of that matter. So I will get back to y'all as soon as possible. Um, I would recommend the socials, but I'm not going to see that y'all. I have not been updating those things because I am on social media currently, which I feel like I should talk about in a separate episode. And I've been talking about talking about that in a separate episode for a while now, but I will get to it. I promise. So thank y'all so much for listening to Self Therapy. This is your host, Daniel Dunn, and I am signing out. Bye.